Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Star's Train of Thoughts. This podcast is dedicated to putting out content about empowerment, self-discovery, and personal development. This platform, I'll also be sharing my stories and experiences with my faith, anxiety, personal struggles, and everything in between. So buckle up, get ready, because the next episode's coming up. For the second half of this personal development pod episode, here I'm going to do the acoustic personality type test. It has been said that most personality type testing can help people reach their potential just by, you know, analyzing what type of personality one person has. So join me as I do this question per question and we'll talk about my results and even you can do this test as well and we can even share our thoughts with our results. So let's get right to it. For number one, it says here, too much socializing drains your energy. So this is the first one. And I actually had to really analyze myself. Do I drain my energy when I'm socializing? Or in the first place, do I socialize? So that's kind of a funny thing. But when I'm with people that I'm close with, I do love socializing with them. My energy does not, you know, doesn't get drained. Or I think it would be drained when I wake up in the next day. Too much socializing drains your energy. I would have to say no. Number two, you make up your mind But then there's a good chance you'll change it. I would have to say yes. I'm I'm fast in changing up my mind. It's like I'm very specific with this one. But when a certain thing or a certain person would influence me, then I, yeah, I'm not really that strict when it comes to putting my mind into things. But I think there's a good part and a bad part on this. If I'm going to assess myself, yes is my answer. But I really have to I really have to check myself with this. I really have to reflect. Especially when it comes to really good values or really, you know, things that you have to obey, especially with with my faith. So I have to make up my mind and be strong with my conviction and not just, you know, be tempted or easily get distracted. Number three, you prefer to work your way through a situation rather than plan out all the details. I would have to say no because I am a person who loves to plan out everything. If I could just, you know, see things from afar, like planning day by day, what are my daily missions? What are my weekly missions? I would have to say I want to plan it ahead rather than working my way through a situation. But it's not bad also to work my way through a situation. Number four, other people's concerns become your concerns. I would have to say yes because... I'm very empathetic in a way that when I see people get hurt or I see people having problems, it feels like their problems are my problems. Their concerns are my concerns. So yeah, I would have to say yes. Number five, making your bed is rewarding to you. For me, it's a no because, I don't know, it has no effect on me, I guess. Number six, you'll take time to think about improving each situation 150 times Yes, because I just want to keep on improving things. Like whatever I get my hands to or whatever situation that I'm in, I always want to keep on thinking on how to improve this or how to improve that. And it's always going to be, you know, improving, improving and improving for me. I think it's part of my learner strength. Like I want to keep on learning on how to 
do better. Yeah. Number seven, you readily show compassion. Yes, for me, it's a yes. I'm not really 100%, you know, sure that I'm compassionate, but I do have compassion with the people, especially with people that are special to me. Number eight, the more you interact with others, the more energized you feel. I guess this would have to be a, and this would depend on the people that I'm with, but my answer would be yes. It's like, I, I'm energized to meet new people, especially those people that that have so much in life, that have experienced so much. When I get a chance to interact with them, yes, of course, I, I get energized. But it, when it comes to friends, like the more I interact with them, the more energized. Yeah, I would say yes. It brings back memories. It helps you to to just let go and have fun with them. So yeah, the more energized I feel, that's a check. Number nine, keeping your space tidy is a must. Yes, I don't like dirt. I don't like messy room. So if I'm given the chance to just clean up my room, I do clean it. And I want everything spick and span. Just like my mom, she wants everything tidy. So I always enjoy organizing my my stuff. I always want to know where they are. I want to know that everything's clean for me to be productive. Number 10, you have plenty of willpower. I would have to say no. Um, I, I know that this is a must, but yeah, this is something that I need to work on. Number 11, your main focus is on what you can do right now, not tomorrow. I'm in the moment person. You get me? I want to do things at this time, at this moment, and I don't have to think about tomorrow. But if I'm like, if I'm going to check my organizer or check my planner and what stuff that I need to do for Monday, for Tuesday, for Wednesday. I would just, you know, plan it out. But if as much as possible, I would finish all the things that I need to do for today and then I'll finish it today. Number 12, when your boss wants the project done on Wednesday, you take that to mean toward the latter part of the week. No, that's not me. I want everything done before the deadline. So I'm not a, I'm not a person who would just, let the responsibility sit out and just panic when it comes when the deadline comes i don't want to cram that's not me number 13 expressing your feelings comes naturally to you that's a yes because i've had a lot of experiences and i've had a lot of different feelings and emotions come with me so i would have to say yes it comes naturally to me and sometimes it's too much but yeah, I would have to say it's um, expressing it. It's not difficult for me. It's natural. Number 14, it usually takes you a long time to open up with new people you meet. Um, No, I'm timid. I'm not that open to people like when you first meet me. But when I get my, my groove on with you or with a new person, I'm not shy or I'm not scared of sharing my stories, my experiences. So yeah, it won't take me a long time to open up. Number 15, you trust your personal experience rather than other people's theories. I would have to say yes. I was thinking about this earlier if I would say yes or no, but upon reading this phrase, it reminded me about my anxiety experience. So I would definitely say that I would trust my personal experience. Like for example, how I manage my anxiety or what to do when I have my panic attacks or 
what's my process with my healing. So I I do accept or I do receive positively people's theories upon these things, but I also majorly trust my personal experience because it's what led me to where I am right now. Number 16, you thrive when you have time to prepare in advance. Of course, yes, I mentioned earlier, I really I really like preparing in advance and I don't want to panic. Anyway, number 17, when you figure something out that works for you, you stick with the way of doing it. My answer would be yes, because I've already had a habit of doing a certain way with what works for me, but I'm not closing myself with trying to explore new things. Like for example, I had a new task last week. I had to edit a video, but uh, I encountered problems with the first two video editors before I arrived to the last editor that I'm comfortable with. So yeah, imagine me how many hours I've wasted with the editing that I did with the two editors before I had arrived with with my choice of editor. So I'm not really closing myself with new things or learning new ways, but If I've already figured out that something that works with me, so I would definitely say yes. Number 18, you take pride in being on time. So people know me as always being late, so I'm sorry about that. Um, I think it has something to do with the way I grew up. Like All my classes when I was still in preschool were in the afternoon and I've skipped morning most of my life, so... Yeah, I take pride on being late, if that's what you mean. Number 19, you are generally okay acting on your emotions without thinking things through. If you talk about star 1.0, this would have to be yes, but star 2.0 would have to say no. I don't base on my feelings or my emotions anymore, and I want to think things through before I act or do anything. Number 20, you can scrutinize anything. For me, it's a yes. Because I'm just opening up to new things and yeah, this is part of that. Number 21, you don't think about why the wasps are in your attic, you just get rid of them. That would be a no. If I have something that I need to get rid of, I would have to go back and really look into the cause or what is the reason behind all of it so that I would be able to solve it better than just by getting rid of it without knowing the cause. Number 22, using sound logic is how you deal with problems. Let's say yes, I've already explained that earlier. Number 23, you like when other people focus their attention on you. I would have to say yes. I'm sorry if I don't want to be an attention seeker, but there's, I don't know, I, I just like knowing that people's attention is on me, especially when I'm talking, I'm with my friends. Actually, with my friends, we really demand that when we're together, there would be no phones or there would be no using of phones because we want to respect each other by just putting our attention with each other. That's how I am with other people as well. I don't want to make them seem that my attention is not with, with them when they're talking. So that's what I mean with I like when other people focus their attention on me. Number 24, you prefer tradition to change. That's a big no-no for me. I don't close myself with tradition because change is inevitable. Change is constant. It's always a good thing to adapt to change. And especially if you have something that is wrong or some 
sa mindsets or thinking that is wrong, you of course have to change, you know. Number 25, you usually foresee several possible outcomes for the present situation. That's a yes for me. I always want to think about the possible outcome of a certain decision or of a certain task that I have to do before actually doing it because I want to make sure that what I do has a good outcome or a good effect. Number 26, when you start a new job, you quickly start to mingle with your coworkers. This is a no for me. I'm not that friendly and I'm usually shy to really connecting with the people that I work with, especially when I started out as an educator or even in my in my postgraduate studies. I don't even really try and or give out an effort into knowing the people that I'm with unless unless there's a reason for it, you know, if you get what I mean. Anyway, let's move on. Number 27, you ponder possible theories of what is happening around you. That's a great yes. I'm always observing things around me. I'm always thinking. I'm always theorizing of the things that is happening, the reason why things are happening, you know. Number 28, you are more comfortable with one or two friends than a room of people. This is a yes for me. I'm much comfortable with people that are close to me, even if it's just one, two, or three friends rather than a group of people. Number 29, you rely on your mind rather than your feelings to make decisions. This is a yes, I've already explained this earlier. Number 30, the bigger your social network, the better you feel. This is a no for me. I'd rather keep my circle small, but when it comes to networking, I think, you know, expanding your social acquaintances is not a bad thing. But it doesn't change the way that I feel. So it doesn't matter if my social network is big or small. It doesn't change the way I feel. Number 31, you're focused and put your time to good use. This is a yes. Even if I'm just in my workplace for a few hours, I make sure that I do, I, that I be productive and put my time to good use. Number 32, you don't become anxious easily. This is a no. Of course, you know that I have anxiety. So number 33, you feel a personal connection to the characters you read about in books. Of course. It's like they're talking to me as a reader. It's like they're sharing to me their story. And sometimes, especially when when it hits me and I, I tear up with their story, it feels like I'm the one in the story. Number 34, it's important to try things out for yourself. This is a yes for me, especially when I'm a few percent tactile learner. So it's helping me to really understand more on how to do a certain task if I try it out for myself. Number 35, you consider what the fate of humans will be in 20 years. Of course, this is a yes for me. You have to think about the future generations. That's why I'm doing things right now. It's because of the future generation. Number 36, solving problems is more fun than arriving at an answer. It's a no for me. I don't think which one is more fun. Number 37, you'd rather go fishing than go to the party down the street. I don't like fishing because I'm not really a water type of person. I don't like to swim. I don't like deep waters, but I do like the beach but I don't swim. So I'd rather go to the party down the street. Number 38, meeting deadlines is important to you. This is a yes. Number 39, you do your work quickly. This is a yes. I don't want I don't want my work to keep on piling up. So I do things as fast as I can, as efficient as I can be. Number 40, you try to avoid commitments. This is a no. I love making commitments, especially when it comes to work. 
I want to be responsible with the work that's given to me. Number 41, you speak to the point without worrying what you say will affect your relationship. This is a no for me. I'll always think about how it feels on the other end. Number 42, you keep close tabs on the progress of your project. This is a yes. I always wanted to be mindful of my progress. Number 43, you find it useful when people offer criticism of your work. This is a no for me. I'm not really good at accepting criticism, but I do accept it, of course, but can't say that I find it useful. It, I know it's bad, but I don't like to deal with this criticism. But of course, it's part of life, so it's partly yes, but I would have to say no. Number 44, you enjoy being in a fast-moving environment. This is a no. I would love to have my pace in this world, and I don't like to live in a fast-paced lifestyle. Number 45, bending the rules is often necessary to reach this desired goal. This is a no for me. I never want to bend the rules, whatever the cause or whatever the outcome. Don't have to bend the rules. Number 46, you make decisions based on your values. A big yes. Number 47, you dwell in the possibilities of life. Of course, yes. Number 48, you're always up for an adventure. This is a yes for me, but mostly... When I think about this, I'm picturing out travel adventures. Number 49, you'd rather read a book at home than go out of town. This is a no for me, but if I go out of town and bring a book, that's a big yes. Number 50, you keep your eyes peeled for the next opportunity. This is a yes for me, and I'm not closing my doors on the next opportunities, you know. Number 51, conversation comes naturally to you at social gatherings. This is a no. Sometimes I get awkward. Number 52, when you help somebody you don't expect to be repaid. This is a yes. Even if I'm at work and I offer my help, and even if it would take blood, sweat, and tears, I don't even expect to be repaid. And it's just me helping out or lending out a helping hand. Number 53, you find the unexpected events in your life stimulating. This is a yes. It's kind of a... You know, unexpected events in your life can be a surprise, a blessing in disguise even. So this is a yes for me. Number 54, you'd rather decide on a quick course of action than weigh all the options. No, no, no. I would rather weigh all the options and see which course of action is the best course of action. Number 55, you are soft-spoken. This is a yes. Number 56, you prefer trying new ways of doing things rather than using familiar ways. This is a no. It's similar to the phrase mentioned earlier that I'd, that I'd rather do the familiar way first before trying the, out the new things. But again, I'm not closing my doors on the new things. Number 57, being alone in a quiet room for an extended amount of time sounds relaxing. This is a yes for me. I would love to be in my room even for days, just so soothing and I get to be, you know, have my own time with things, do my own thing. Yeah, so it's a yes. Number 58, you keep a steady routine. This is a no. Ever since I started working, I don't really have a good routine because I actually have three or four things happening in a week. Like for example, I when I started out as a faculty, let's say I was working like two to three days in a week. Plus, I started out undergoing my postgraduate studies as a day or two in a weekend. And I also have my work in the clinic. So it's not a routine for me. Every day, it's, it's not the same for me. Number 59, you can grasp new concepts without much effort. <laughs> this is a no. For example, I 
I get my hands on a new thing or a new concept. So I would give out too much effort in learning on how to do the, the task the right way. Number 60, you don't waver from your principles. This is a no for me, but I know that I should be doing an effort in trying to stay with my principles. Number 61, telling others about how you feel is hard to do. No, this is a no for me. It's not difficult for me because I'm so, I'm a kind of person who really expresses my emotions a lot. Even if I cry in front of you, I'm not going to be shy or ashamed. Number 62, you can empathize with others. This is a yes for me, total yes. Number 63, other people consider you trustworthy. I guess this is a yes and I'm not breaking my trust. The trust of people with me and I, when they say their secrets with me or when they expect something with me. So I, I yeah, I would have to say yes. 64, you look forward to the time spent socializing with a large group of friends. Um, This would depend on the group of friends that I'd be socializing. But yeah, I would have to say yes, especially when these are the close friends of mine. Number 65, This would have to be a no. Sometimes I get anxious with just being with a large group of friends. But if these are my close friends, like my high school and my college friends, I would not have to worry and I would look forward. Number 65, you'd rather see someone pay a just sentence for their crime than be given another chance. You know, I know that we should go with what the law states, but for me, it's a no because I would want people to be given another chance but if this person have been given multiple chances so i i guess they would have to pay a just sentence for their crime number 66 hearing about people's difficult situations tears up your emotions yes because you know i yeah i'm empathetic with the experiences or the concerns of people number 67 you are never anxious in a room full of people no 68, you shy away from being at the center of attention? No. Number 69, at the crime scene, you would rely on the evidence at hand versus possible surrounding events. Well, I have to say yes because I'm visual and I really would depend on the evidence, of course. Number 70, you trust your gut over careful planning. This is a no. I would always, again, love to plan ahead before anything I do. Number 71, the last question. You struggle if you don't have alone time every day. This is a big, big fat yes. I need my alone time. I need my quiet time with God. I need to be alone in doing the things that I need to do on my own. So yeah, I'm gonna click the I'm gonna click the get my results button and we'll see the results in a while. Okay. Having submitted my answers, they actually emailed me the results. So it says here that I have this ENFJ personality. And ENFJs are excellent networkers who tune into what others want and are generally well-liked and popular among their colleagues. ENFJs have a tendency to bite off more than they can chew as their first priority is to say yes to take the burden off of others. Such times the ENFJ may feel weighed down by the amount of work that they have committed to complete And they may have become overwhelmed. This is so true. This desire to do good can also mean that the ENFJ sees pleasing others as far more important than pleasing themselves. So they may run the risk of trading honesty or for harmony of keeping the peace rather than telling it like it is. But I don't mind, you know, not pleasing people. But I just want 
the quality of the work or the output of every task be as good as I want it to be, you know? So the characteristics that I've been connected with ENFJ personalities, first is responsible, second, popular and sociable, third is charismatic, charm, and fourth is warmly enthusiastic. For areas of growth, it says here that take time for yourself, set priorities and stick to them, be open-minded and listen, seek out an objective viewpoint. This is so true. I really take time for myself. I always need my alone time. And I do have to set my priorities and I should be open-minded and listen. So for attitude, it says here that ENFJs have a global attitude toward most situations and they prefer to deal with abstractions. For them, ideas, dreams, and aspirations are as real as reality itself. So my energizers, it says here that my energizers are control over workload and schedule. Second, being valued for contributions. Third, feeling connected with others. And last is honest and open communication. And for my stressors, first is confrontational relationships. Second, criticism. Third is absence of trust. And fourth, work that violates personal values. So to function at their best, ENFJs thrive when they have the opportunity to lead people, especially through face-to-face interaction. I'm not really sure about that. They appreciate harmony and support for their ideas, recognition, appreciation, and a cause or leader to work for are all things that help ENFJs be their best. So under relationship, it says here that being close to an ENFJ is to be cared for and looked after by someone who is really insightful and tunes into how you are feeling. The problems that often occurs is that the ENFJ cares with such intensity that the significant other may take them for granted, perhaps believing that the ENFJ is so self-assured that they need very little in return. Indeed, they do not need much just to be appreciated and to see the recipient appreciating their efforts. While ENFJ will encourage trust and openness, they may not be open to how they are feeling. They may not think about that when they are so focused on caring and organizing for others. This is overwhelming. Like I'm bombarded with the the results of my personality test. And lastly, under ENFJ at work, ENFJs will bring structure and impetus while at the same time making sure everyone's needs are taken care of. The ENFJ will assume the leadership role simply because they want to drive for closure and ensure that people are happy. They need to satiate their need for action and passion for people. ENFJ loves a plan, a clear picture of where they are going, and they will work diligently toward the end goal. The ENFJ will feel less comfortable with too many options. In a work setting, the ENFJ will be the harmonious team builder, good at maintaining group morale, accentuating the positive and encouraging contribution from all team members, making the team more open and participative. The NFJ may not be the most creative or the one who has the best ideas, but he or she will be the one who drives foreclosure and brings people along too. Um, after reading all these things, I, I need to go back and just really absorb everything. I'm really not 100% like, in total of the result of my personality test but yeah you just need to absorb these things and really weigh on which of these things really respond or really reflect my personality 
So that's it for the Quistic personality test. I guess all I wanted to put away with this is that, that you also would get your hands into some personality type test because it would get you directly to what your purpose is or what your passion is and it would help you to really move forward, not just moving forward, but moving upwards with your life. So I hope this pod episode helped you and if you have any questions or if you want to have the link of the tests just chat me and I'll, I'll give it out to you so thank you for listening and bye